0: 5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA.
1: 16 minutes after 8, Jane in Edwardstown has called in. Morning to you, Jane.
0: Yes, good morning. How are you? Well, good, thanks, Jane. I met a lady yesterday about uh, half past 10, 11 o'clock who told me her mother-in-law had passed away early the morning before and uh, they'd been to clean out her room at the nursing home because they got 24 hours to do that. But while they were doing it, They were showing another gentleman through the room. Oh. I mean, it is a business, I know, but surely they could have waited till the afternoon till they'd finished.
1: That's pretty callous. That's just... But it speaks to the lack of care that has been uncovered in Mm. the whole Uh, Royal Commission. There's just a lack of empathy, lack of understanding.
2: See, I think we've got to be careful. We don't want to turn this into the general besmirching of every aged care provider because overwhelmingly, they're good. But the, mm. it's when things go bad. The other thing is when things go bad, as they did in, in the case of Susan Wilmot, when, when it's a privately run home, you can't find stuff out through FOI
1: because it's all commercial. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, she's been bashing head against a brick wall, this woman. it's mm, not right. Um, this time yesterday, we were reading out a tweet from Phil Palmer from the Ambulance Employees Association, and it bears repeating... He said, sad and angry to report that another patient has died after being ramped at Flinders Medical Centre. Our deepest condolences to another grieving family. How many more deaths will it take before the government takes real action? And went on to say, despite what the Chief Executive of Health says, there's a better chance of surviving a critical health event inside ED, not waiting outside. There was an incident back in October um, in which a woman died after being ramped at the Royal Adelaide Hospital. She was there for 42 minutes. The government continues to say it's unacceptable, but doesn't seem to be making any headway into fixing the problem. Phil Palmer from the Ambulance Employees Association joins us now. Uh, Phil, did this person die because they were raped?
0: Um, well, you, yes, I, I, our, our contention is that's the case. The gentleman uh, concerned um, rapidly deteriorated, so had been correctly triaged uh, as far as what they knew. Um, but... Uh, rapidly deteriorated and so rapidly deteriorated it was too late, got him into the hospital it was too late. Now what we're saying is had they not been ramping at all as used to be the case, that patient would have been inside the hospital for two hours. They would have had diagnostics, they would have had imaging, um, the uh, medical staff would be able to see exactly what was wrong with the guy and he had a condition that's pretty, um, pretty dangerous but is, uh, can be fixed, can be solved um, if you're in the right place and the right place is on the table, in the, inside the ED, inside the hospital, not outside in the ambulance with no diagnostic or surgical ability at all.
2: How do we fix this, Phil? Is it a, is it a simple question of, what, more ambulances or, or more beds? What are you, what are you, what are you asking for?
0: Well, we certainly need more ambulances, more ambulance crews and ambulances. We need that. Uh, that's a problem over and above the ramping problem. The ramping problem takes away ambulances, but we, even if they all got back on the road, we'd still need more. But the ramping problem is created by access block uh, in the hospital. Um, you know, the slow patient flow through the hospital, lack of beds in the system. So there's, there's patients in acute hospitals that aren't acute anymore. They've been treated. They're ready to go somewhere else, not home, but they need care. There's nowhere else for them to go. There's no rehab, no convalescent beds, or not enough. Um, So they stay in the acute hospital, uh, and um, that bed that they're in is not free, and they can't move patients out of ED into those beds, and therefore move patients out of the ambulance into the ED. Mm. So it's a capacity issue. And the government's closing (laughs) beds, for goodness sake, closing beds uh, at a time when we need more.
2: Do you think there's mixed messages coming from the government and the bureaucracy, because We've had the minister on the show, and he he's repeatedly said that he thinks that ramping is less than ideal. And certainly when, when they were in opposition, they were always um, boring it up Labor over, over ramping um, prior to the election. Yet at the same time, the CEO of the health department, when he was being grilled in uh, estimates, he seemed to be of the view that ramping is actually kind of good.
0: Yes, an astounding view from someone who's in charge of the whole health system. Uh, I also heard him say that same day that he wasn't aware of a death. You know, he would think that the man who's in charge of the Department of Health would be aware there'd been a death on his watch. But, uh, you know, frankly, I take everything he says with a grain of salt. Ramping is not good. Ramping takes ambulances away from the community. Uh, it's an uncomfortable um, uh, place to be. And, you know, what? Well, I heard your conversation before. The elderly are over-represented on the ramp. Yes, a lot of patients from the ambulance service and in hospital are elderly, but they're overrepresented in the RAM. So a lot of these horrible incidents we have to report are elderly people. The woman who got dragged all over Adelaide the other week, uh, the gentleman on Friday, uh, another person, uh, the, the old lady a couple of months back at Flinders. So you know, I would say, frankly, that this ramping is a form of elder abuse. They're going to the hospital. They're not necessarily uh, um, diagnosed as critical, so they get in the queue in the ambulance and wait for hours and hours and hours so really this is a federal and a state issue uh, and minimising it and saying it's not good enough isn't good enough uh, and they really need to get off their bums and do something about it rather than just talk or try and minimise what we're saying you know quibble over half an hour or 20 minutes or whatever somebody's lost their life and that you know that's an outrage and Adelaide and South Australians should be outraged.
1: Phil, thank you. Phil Palmer from the Ambulance Employees Association. We will keep raising this, as it continues to be an issue. Hmm. Um, we all know people that have been ramped. Now.
2: That, that is that is a fair point that I made, isn't it? Like when before the election, when when the Libs were oh, the opposition, no, it was, it was a fair... they were beating a path to our door. The the, the first hint that someone was even going to be considered for
1: ramping. Yep, Those they were holding press conferences. They became expert at handing out photographs of ramped ambulances. Yeah, 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 sending people I, down. I'm there. not, I'm not imagining that, am I? No, no, no. It was no of course, it was. A, it was a massive political issue, and it continues to be. It sounds like in health, as it is the case with all these things, the answer involves lots of money. <laughs> yes, like you know, get it, get it. Let's get it down to brass tacks. Another facility, lots of money. We mm. just build a brand new facility, lots of money. Mm. But anyone who's been through it and sat in the back of an ambulance for an hour or a couple of hours waiting to be seen will say, well, you know what, what are we doing here? We're a first world country. Hmm. The health system's got to be better.